We lived in a really heavily wooded area as a kid, and a tree fell over and totally destroyed the fence between our backyard and my neighbor's front yard. Oh, no. Dad was having me carry away wood and put it onto this truck. I was being a typical 12-year-old boy. Like, I had infinite energy, but when I was doing something I didn't want to do, (laughs) I was exhausted. Yes. And he was like, don't look at the pile. Just look at the next thing. I kind of have to take that when I'm like you and I'm getting overwhelmed by the big picture stuff. Yeah. Just don't look at the pile. Next thing. Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast from Real FM. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Hey, welcome to the Real Talk Podcast, episode 10 of season two. My name's Kara. We've got Anson and Isaac over here as well. Real Talk is a show where we get real about everything from the ridiculous to the inspiring. And the conversation today is centered around things that are saving our lives. Now, what do we mean by that? We mean that Sometimes you go through a season in life that just feels extra super hard. How do you make it through those, basically? Mm -hmm. And I actually stole this idea from a podcast or a blog, I don't remember, where people were talking about this simple question, what's saving your life? We all have these seasons, and whether you're in one right now, we know that there's a good chance you'll be in one in the future. Guys, I was actually Mm -hmm. watching this weekend. Do you remember King Julian from Madagascar? Yes. The, like animated oh movie. Oh my gosh. He's yes. the best. Character ever. Yeah. He also has his own Netflix show, which yes, I happen to watch an episode <laughs> of this weekend. <laughs> um, Wait, really? You, you should watch it. That's I really all I'm going to say now. is yes. Yes. It's hilarious. And King Julian has some good wise words on this. He says, why do the hard problems have to be so hard? Why can't they be easy like hard problems are supposed to be? <laughs> oh my so, gosh. so that's how I'm feeling a little bit about life right now. Nothing like huge and external, just a little bit of like, uh, it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what we're going to talk about today. Things that are saving our life right now. But first, it's time for the shameless plug. Yes, the shameless plug for today is our Real FM mobile app. So if you haven't downloaded this, open up your little phone you got in your pocket right now. I know you have it on you. <laughs> Okay, you're probably using it to listen to this podcast right now. Exactly. Maybe you're already using the app. If you are, that's great. If not, go to your app store on iPhone or Google Play on Android. Search for Real FM. You can download the Real FM mobile app. You can listen to both the Real Talk podcast and the Wake Up podcast from the app. You can also listen to the Real FM stream from the app. And there's a few other cool features on there as well. You can send us a shout out anytime that you want. You can also see which songs are the top performing new songs and top songs on Real FM by clicking on the charts tab. And there's also a bunch of links to all of our social media stuff in there. You can even set an alarm what? for Real FM and wake up to Real FM how, every single morning. How did I not know that? I don't know. That's, how did you not know that? That needs to happen. Go like, download right the app, now. Kara. Well, I have the set app. Your alarm. Set my alarm. <laughs> Kara hasn't done any of this. I have to. She actually didn't even know the mobile app existed. Kara, Kara doesn't have a phone. It's not true. <laughs> That's don't why. believe the lies. <laughs> So go download the Real FM mobile app. That's our shameless plug for this week. And what we're into this week, I'm going to start us off with something beautiful and wonderful and a gift from the heavens, air conditioning. (laughs) Because, man, it's been hot. Stupid hot. It feels like August. I just don't even know what to do with that. And so I have really been enjoying being in sole possession (laughs) of the thermostat in my home. I've heard so many funny stories about, you know, married couples fighting over the thermostat. Mm -hmm. Like I think Anson, isn't it in your house? Like you like it cold and your wife likes it warmer. 
I don't have to worry about that. You are and very lucky. So, but it's funny because I think I'm a little bit opposite of most women. Like my mom came to visit this week and she like was literally wearing a fleece jacket in my living room. And <laughs> I was like, it. yeah, it feels great in here. Yeah. I don't know what you're oh talking my about. goodness. Air conditioning. It's, I don't know how people survived a couple like if right? <laughs> we've done like the would you rather's about going back in the past and stuff. Right. That would be the worst part of it, in my yeah. opinion, Man. is like summers with no air conditioning. I can't even. I would of all literally of the just things from the past. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? No, the, it's that's the, the AC. one. Yeah, I would give up my phone, the I internet, know. everything else for but air seriously. conditioning. Yeah, I really would, Isaac. It's it's so painfully hot outside, but air conditioning is making it bearable right now, and I can crank it down as low as I want. <laughs> it makes me really happy. Well, I'm into feeling like a grandpa and <laughs> asking really dumb questions to all of my friends who own Android phones. Oh, okay. Because when you said feeling like a grandpa, I was, I was like, like, what? I have There's some questions. So many <laughs> ways you can go with it. I got hip pain, but that's unrelated. <laughs> so if you want to go back, this is a deep cut to the people who have been listening to this podcast for a while. I am on record defending uh-huh. iPhones. Yeah. And uh, recently I made the switch to Android. Oh. <laughs> exactly the reaction. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this phone that you have, is that actually an Android phone? Yeah. No, really? I have a, I have a big doofy case on it right now because I'm afraid of dropping you it. You got a I pixel. Didn't, yeah. I didn't know you actually got one. I yep, heard you were he talking it. about it. He, he did. did it. He made the switch. Isaac is officially converted. I am wow. converted. One to go. <laughs> one of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got man. a Pixel 2 and it's been really cool. But at the same time, I have been with Apple products since I was uh, 16 years old. Yeah. I'm 24, almost 25 now. So I've had almost 10 years with one <laughs> user interface. And now I'm just like, how do I text my mom? <laughs> I was sending like I called my friend to ask how to send a text message in like this alternate no. app. OK, That's that is amazing. pretty bad. It was so bad because I, I get really overwhelmed with new things and That's I hate fair. reading user manuals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so totally. I just look at something and I'm like, I can't figure I it out. I caveman my I way. Don't know things. how to do this, but I'm not going to find out. <laughs> and I'm mad about it. <laughs> So that's been me with this wonderful oh new piece goodness. of technology. That um, is awesome. I'm really liking it, but yeah, I'm so thankful that no one else can see my Google searches. <laughs> I've been Googling really stupid things How on here. text mom. How <laughs> <laughs> what I'm into this week is uh, something very serious. At least I take it very seriously. Mm. I feel like I have received a divine mandate <laughs> to destroy the life of every fly on this planet. Oh and gosh. I will not stop until my goal has been accomplished. This is serious. Wow. I feel like Thanos right now. <laughs> I am going to end the life of half of all flies. There's a universe that has to be achieved. Exactly. That's what I'm going for right now. Wow. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have a gauntlet with a bunch of infinity stones with which to accomplish my glorious purpose. And so I have to do it with a fly swatter. Oh, man. I hate flies. Okay. This came on like yesterday. I was laying in my bed. It was probably about an hour before my alarm was supposed to go off. And this one fly starts just buzzing around my head, landing on my nose, like moving around, you know, unacceptable. get him to go away and kind of start to fall back asleep when he shows up again. (laughs) No, It is just the worst. And my kids, they've been playing outside a lot the last couple of days. So the door's been open and closed a lot. So now all of a sudden we've just got flies in the house. And I've probably killed 30 of them in the last (laughs) couple of days. And they're still just everywhere. They don't stop. And it drives me nuts. I hate flies so, so much. It's like my least favorite thing 
about this time of year. Uh, I love I the warm weather. You. I love everything yeah. else, but the flies. Uh, yeah, they're evil. One of the funniest things, though, is to watch someone else deal with a fly or a bee from a distance <laughs> because it looks like they're fighting ghosts. Exactly. <laughs> they're swinging their arms around and you can't see what they're swinging at. Oh, I have no doubt I looked like a crazed <laughs> lunatic most of the time. You have when a live stream around, like, yes. in your kitchen. I, if you ever see me just like wandering around the streets of Asylum Flailing. Springs with like this crazed look in my eye and like my hair all undone and like half of my clothes like ripped and torn. You're Homemade infinity yeah. gauntlet. <laughs> Walking around with a fly killing gauntlet. Like, you'll know what happened. Now it's time for the swagger scale where we own our awkwardness. And this week I am owning my awkwardness. Uh, we've talked about before how I think Isaac has used the word indoor kids. Yeah. <laughs> Shout I, out to the indoor kids. I, uh, I'm somewhat of an indoor kid who likes to try to pretend they're an outdoor kid sometimes. Mm. And I enjoy these ventures into the outdoors. But I'm also incredibly aware of how it's not where I live normally <laughs> when I venture there. Yeah. So I we went on a float trip this last weekend with some friends. It was lots of fun. There were a million people on the river that we floated on, which was kind of intense. I got to see up close and personal. You have different levels of floating experts. You've got the people who know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly how to paddle. They're like on it. They have the bags that, you know, you store your gear in that's mm -hmm. waterproof mm -hmm. and they like bring those with them and they have all the things. And then there's me, the floating novice who like forgot to wear an actual swimsuit under like the shorts and and because I was like, we'll be in a, like a raft, like, what, you know, and mm -hmm. then I'm like, it's the river. Like the point <laughs> is to get in and like swim around. And I was like, oh, I don't know what I was thinking. So there's that. And then, you know, I've got my like SPF 200 sunscreen. Not really. It's like 70, but still. And I'm like lathering on the sunscreen and my legs are literally like, you have to put sunglasses on just to like sit near me because they're so white. <laughs> So yeah. we've got the sunscreen situation. I'm thinking in my head, like, I've done this before. I'm not so bad at it. And then, like, we hit a little tiny, not even rapids, like a little bit. We bump into a tree branch and I, like, fall <laughs> into the boat, into oh, the, like, no. sinkhole. And my boyfriend has to, like, pull me up. And I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. So... <laughs> rafting it was <laughs> so isaac and i may have heard a little bit about your float trip from oh, a secret boy. source oh, yesterday man. i would like to hear what you, what you heard about well it. we just heard that you may have run into a few different characters we, we did on the river oh man i mean you have i feel like maybe there's a third category out, you're right i left out another category right there's the like <laughs> the floating novice the floating expert and then uh, the uh, person who isn't really there for the floating at part? all. Yes. I don't there know how, how you would categorize was, them. Yeah. The person who is not in full possession of their faculties <laughs> while floating oh, upon the river yes. for various reasons. And I, I would say that was the majority <laughs> of people on the river that day, yeah. actually. And at one point there was a man who came <laughs> up to our boat and while you're in the water, while we're in the water, <laughs> We have no idea who this person is. Was he is. in a boat? No, he okay. was in the water and he came staggering, if you can stagger in the water, up to our boat. He water staggered up to our boat, grabbed a hold of the side of the boat, and we're like, oh, uh, can we give you a ride back to the shore? He's like, uh, and he's got in his hand, oh my gosh. Two, holding in one hand two cans of something. <laughs> 
And so we're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll take you back to shore. So we start rowing towards the uh-huh. shore and he barely like hangs on for a second. And then at one point he falls off and <laughs> here's the fun part. We're like, well, the shore's right there, buddy. The shore's right there. We're like maybe a foot from it. He's like sitting down in the water. It's not deep. He's <laughs> sitting down. Like he's barely kind of keeping his head above water. And we're literally turning around like, dude, stand, stand up. You'll be fine. Like it's not stand up. And he's just kind of like, oh, because he can't actually stand up. That's how bad things have gotten. I would argue that's the true floating expert. That was. (laughs) He entered the water with no gear. That's true. And made his way down the stream. Who's the expert now? Yeah, it was quite the experience. And uh, I have to say, I was glad when we made it to shore and got back to the air conditioning. (laughs) That's why you were into the air conditioning. Yes. Now it's time for crushing it, celebrating our successes, big or small. I think if we were going to rate this one in terms of size of success, I'm going to call this like a medium success. <laughs> okay. Still very much medium on. is good. Yeah. Medium success. If I'm not crushing it, I'm like probably mashing it at this point. Lightly pressing down upon it. <laughs> Applying some firm pressure. <laughs> So lately, life has just been crazy. Part of the theme of this show today is we're talking about how crazy life has been. And part of that is me trying to control every aspect of my life. Uh I have learned that when stuff gets wild and sort of crazy, I try to just reach out and grasp everything and be like, okay, no one's going anywhere until I sort all of this out and we have a perfect plan. Right. Which I still try to be adaptable and everything. And it's just polar opposite of how I am normally. Mm. Like when things get crazy. I get way over controlling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This came to a head actually today, driving in to record this with you guys. Mm-hmm. There was a wreck on a road that I drive every day. It's a back country road. There's never been any problems. Mm-hmm. Oh. I left early and there was traffic and I was like monkey screeching in my car. <laughs> I was so angry. Like I will admit to you guys right now, there was not a second that I was concerned for anyone involved. I was selfishly <laughs> just upset. Uh-huh. That I was late. And then after I had turned around, I was like, man, that was bad. I really should have like prayed for people. I should have like been a really good person. (laughs) Like, you know, but in this moment I was completely selfish and I realized I am a control freak to the point where like, I'm more upset about being late to something than I am people being okay or not. So Uh, felt really bad. Prayed for forgiveness, prayed for those people. (laughs) But really the other night, like I was talking to Brie about this and she was like, You never want to admit this, but you like to have some form of control over everything. (sighs) And that truth bomb hit me so hard that I'm still kind of like working through that. Admitting, okay, there are things that I'm never going to be able to control. Mm. I can just control how I'm reacting to it. Working through that, the deep Mm. breathing, all of that. (laughs) Yeah. It's honestly helping. And today, like I sort of made that turn around. I was like, okay, Mm. there's been a wreck. I need to pray for those people. I need to not be a super control freak about it. And I feel like even this morning, I turned my day around. I was like, wow, we're not going to stress out about being late. What gets done is going to get done. It's going to be okay. There you go. Wow. Good for you. Mashing it. (laughs) (laughs) Totally counts. All right, guys, it's time for Would You Rather, the great value brand of role-playing games. Are you ready for this episode's question? Ready. I feel like I've got a good one for you today. Awesome. Would you rather begin every sentence you say with the words, hey, idiot, 
Or would you rather end every <laughs> sentence that you say with the words, ha ha, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> Think Guys, about that one. This is oh. the worst. You picked this specifically for the two of us, didn't you? So like, basically, neatly. so basically. <laughs> Your choice is you're going to insult someone at the start of every single thing you say, Ugh. or you're going to almost sabotage yourself <laughs> by telling people that you were just joking after everything, everything that you say, you say, even if you weren't. As people who work in radio, right? I can't imagine going into a live show like, good morning, idiots. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're like a morning show hey, shock idiot. jock or yeah. something, yeah, like, you know, they have to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Idiot nation. What's up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Man. I can't see that going well when you talk for a living. On the other hand, though, like we've had some really intense discussions on yeah. this podcast where if I ended it with, ah, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> that would ruin it. Right? Like, I feel like if I front load the idiot, maybe they can recover from it and like actually hear what I need to say. And then I can maybe even apologize for it on the back I'm end. so sorry I called you an idiot. Like, hey, idiots. Sorry. <laughs> I think personally, weighing the pros and cons between yeah. it, I think that if people know my heart and I call, <laughs> if I call them idiot at the start, we I'm can have a real moment somewhere in between. I'm calling you an idiot in love. <laughs> term of endearment yeah oh man i'm leaning idiot at this point but i'm interested to hear what you think kara okay yeah i'm i hate i can't even stand the idea of like walk i would just be wincing every time i start i think i would just stop talking maybe like mm. if that was an option you know even the just kidding because there's so many conversations it's like no i am definitely not kidding right now yeah. like we need to have a conversation well, i mean yeah. like you're an encourager right yeah so say you're like trying oh. to encourage someone you're like really it's okay <laughs> like you know you shouldn't feel bad about what's going on or yeah. you know like haha right. like, just kidding yeah. like, no <laughs> like totally makes sense what you're saying i feel yeah. your pain <laughs> Just kidding. You suck. You're like, what? No. I love that you're going overseas to do this written work. You're such an incredible person. Just kidding. I don't know, guys. Both of these just sound horrible to me, but. Gotta choose one. I know. Okay. I feel like I'm just stealing Isaac's idea, but I kind of see the point of what Isaac's saying. Like, maybe if you start with that and then go into a way too long explanation of why you had to say that. Like, I've been cursed by this fairy and I can only start my sentences. First of all, magic is real. <laughs> <laughs> it is at work here. So yeah, then I'd get really good at the art of run on sentences yeah. too. <laughs> so maybe it's yeah. more just about the fact that you can get it out of the way on the front end maybe. more yeah. than having to end on it. Yeah. Because everything more you than said. the actual words itself. Yeah. Otherwise, nobody will ever take anything you say seriously, which they may not either <laughs> if you start a sentence with hey, I love the idea of like crashing through the door. Hey idiots, grandma, how are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> to jump into the conversation today, which is what is saving our lives. That's what we're talking about today. And honestly, we're talking about it because we know that we all get to this point at some point or another where we're just kind of exhausted and we're like, why does everything have to be so hard? It's funny because for me, I feel like I kind of in one of these seasons right now, but it doesn't even necessarily show up in this obvious, oh, so-and-so has cancer or there's this huge crisis. It's just like, a whole lot of normal life. Mm. And there are some hard things and maybe some newness and some adjustments being made, but some of it is good stuff. It just feels like everything is kind of hard mm, right, right now and yeah. I feel exhausted. So just kind of exploring, how do you deal during those seasons? How do you make it through? We're honestly just doing a little bit of personal sharing from our own lives today yeah. because it's different for everyone. 
I mentioned earlier, I stole this idea from a podcast or a blogger and reading what is helping other people survive helps me mm. realize, okay, I'm not the only one, yeah. first of all. And second of all, maybe there's something that someone else is doing that I can try. It may or may not work. But hey, we're all in this together. Collective deep breath. That's thing number one on the list. Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> Collective deep breath. And let's just talk about the things that are saving our lives. I actually just put out a poll on Twitter where I asked people like, is the post school season busier or like is the December holiday month busier? Mm. And overwhelmingly like 70, 30 people said no, May, June, wow. July, this time of the year where like you have the pressure of going to work, planning a vacation, getting out with friends and family, doing all of the things when it's 105 degrees outside. <laughs> Seriously. That, that can be crazy for people. And I think that mm. we sometimes don't give ourselves enough slack. We kind of think we need to be able to do all of the things mm. effectively, get it all done. That's exactly where I'm at. We had the three day weekend just a couple of weeks ago. And in the middle of it, I was like, okay, huh, all right. Right. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I think summer is supposed to be theoretically this time where we take a break, right? We right. take a deep breath yeah. and it's supposed to be really refreshing. But for a lot of people, I think it's just as busy. I mean, think about going on vacation and stuff. Yeah. Right? That's like the microcosm of that, I feel like, where mm -hmm. you're like, we go on vacation to rest and recover from exactly right. what you guys are talking about. Yeah. But oftentimes it only exacerbates <laughs> those issues. Like right. exactly. I'm going on vacation with all of my wife's family, about 15 or 20 of us wow. here very shortly. And it's going to be fun. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's going to yeah. be great. And I'm looking forward to it. But it's not necessarily going to be restful. <laughs> right? right. And so even That's sometimes different. the things that we come up with to hopefully give us rest mm -hmm. sometimes even work against us in that sense maybe you say you know it's summer break it's finally time where i don't have as much stuff going on right so i've got to fill it up with stuff because yeah. <laughs> i won't have this opportunity again exactly. to get stuff done anytime we perceive a little mm -hmm. bit of extra space yeah. or margin yep. we fill it to the brim and Ugh. a lot of times overfill it mm -hmm. because we're like well i i'm not gonna have this opportunity to get stuff done again yep. so i've gotta do it now and then all of a sudden all that margin is gone. Well, we always reward the people who are working through their vacation and, you know, like mm. hustling on the side and doing all of this other stuff. And it's actually to the point where I've really tried to start not being self-conscious about the things that actually make me relax, mm. like just doing them. We talked about self-care yeah. a few podcast episodes ago and my wife, Brie, has been like forcing me to do yoga and meditate with her hey. at the end of the day. Like, and it doesn't always happen. I'm very inconsistent with it. If you've seen those YouTube videos of like the cat being forced to be pet, like <laughs> yes. people like pinning down this cat, like <laughs> petting it. That's exactly the vibe. She's like this graceful yogi. And I'm there like, man, <laughs> like, we're going to sit and do nothing for 10 minutes. Oh, and you're going to close your eyes and do nothing for 10 minutes. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. <laughs> But honestly, at the end of it, it feels good because I'm the type of person where I want to be moving, mm -hmm. constantly doing stuff. And there's a difference between being busy and mm -hmm. being effective. And oh, I've just man. been busy for so long. Actually hitting the pause button, powering down a little bit. That has been insanely good for me. And I've mm -hmm. really enjoyed it as much as I fight it. So good. <laughs> One of the things that has been saving my life is, and this is more of like a theoretical thing, is taking things one thing at a time, one step at a time, mm. one day at a time, whatever the thing is. I am a big picture person. And so I get really quickly, easily overwhelmed. All the things in my head stack up. It's never just like, 
oh, I'm dealing with this one thing and I need right. clarity on this one mm-hmm. thing. It, it's always like, I need to solve this problem and this problem and this problem and this problem in right. my life. And I need to do it all in a 24 hour period. <laughs> For <laughs> right. some reason, that's how my brain works. And yeah. so there's a song that I've been listening to over and over by Krista Wells. There's a line in it. She says, don't try to swallow the ocean. Keep doing one day till one day you're free. And every time I hear it, I'm like, Okay, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to swallow the ocean instead of taking one sip at a time. That's all I can do. That's all any of us can do is the next thing, right? But I'm trying to hold in my head... 50 things yes. and things for the next like 50 years or whatever, but <laughs> even just for the next 50 days, I'm like, I can't do anything about the other 49 things. Sure. I can only do the next thing. Anything that helps me to do that, to break things down into bite-sized bits, that lyric from that song is one of the things. And uh, another thing is an app that I have on my phone. She reads truth and it gives me like daily little bite-sized pieces of mm. here's some scripture and here's some thoughts and that's it. You're done. Like, yeah. and, and that sounds really lame and simple, but it's really helpful for me because if I don't have bite-sized things, I will yeah. try to swallow the ocean. You need those little reminders from somebody. Yeah. In, in my family, we call that the spinning vortex of emotion. Yes! <laughs> because oh. it's like this tornado. <laughs> it picks up more and more debris and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger it's and so more true. and more out of control. My wife in particular, this is something I think she would say she really struggles with this yes. along with you as well. One thing that I can do to help her is kind of be that small voice, the yes. small reminder next to her. Not to be on her case about it or anything like Mm -hmm. that but just remind her like hey let's do the next thing on the list and ignore the rest of it for now let's take one thing at a time yeah because it's so true the times i think when a lot of us get the most stressed is when our eyes wander from the next thing on the to-do list Mm -hmm. to the entire to-do list and then all of a sudden when you start to do that not only do you realize how long the list is overall but each individual step along the way gets bigger and bigger and seems more daunting and scary and terrifying And so then all of a sudden you're going this little thing that normally probably wouldn't really bother me. Now I'm I'm freaking out. I'm stressed about it. (laughs) And sometimes I think we lose perspective and we think. I just can't deal with this one thing when Mm. it's not really that thing. It's the culmination of all of those things things together that make each individual thing seem that Mm. much bigger and and more stressing. And when we can take a step back and separate all those things back out again and and tackle them one at a time, the perspective comes back and you go, okay, maybe that molehill isn't actually a mountain, (laughs) but it sure looked like one when all those things were swirling around in that Mm. vortex together. Exactly. I actually had the benefit of seeing that play out out in a very real setting as a kid. So we lived in a really heavily wooded area as a kid and a tree fell over and totally destroyed the fence between our backyard and my neighbor's front yard. Oh no! And my dad was helping him out there. My dad's the nicest person ever. He was out there chopping up the tree. They were like splitting the logs and clearing the debris. And I was like 12 or 13 years old. And dad was having me like carry away wood and put it onto this truck. And I was being a typical 12 year old boy. Like I was exhausted. I had infinite energy, but when it was doing something I didn't want to do, (laughs) I was exhausted. Yes. And he was like, don't look at the pile. Just look at the next thing and do it. And like, I kind of have to take that when I'm like you and I'm getting overwhelmed by the big picture stuff. Yeah. Just don't look at the pile. Next thing. 
That's really good. I've also found that doing things that don't involve my right brain, like the creative side of my brain, mm. have really helped. Like tactile, very just hands-on stuff. Yeah. Like Bree and I planted a garden a couple of weekends ago. And after I ripped up all of the sticker bushes, which was <laughs> a fun adventure in and of itself, uh -huh. um, it felt really fun to like see the very tangible before and after mm. on a project. Sitting there, zoning out, working with my hands has been amazing. I kind of look for different ways to do that. I'm becoming a total landscaping nerd. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's impressive. Doing something physical. It does wonders for me. It does. I, I go in these stops and starts when it comes to exercise and running and lifting weights and all that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. like the difference in my not just my body, but my mindset. Oh, yeah. Like when I'm doing those types of things, yeah. and it doesn't have to be explicit exercise. It can be something like gardening. Something that I've been enjoying so far this summer is swimming. Mm. We got a pool pass with my kids. Nice. And so we've been going to the pool a lot because we can go as much as we want. That's and cool. so we go to the pool and just play around and swim and stuff. And there's something about getting outside, seeing the sun, yeah. doing that type of physical activity. I mm. think probably just because it kind of forces your mind to wander away from that vortex, that mm. pile of wood that you're talking about. So. It's a distraction. And sometimes I think we need those distractions in a positive way mm. to say like let's get some play in let's mm. enjoy something that I don't have to do because it's on my to-do list right I think right. all of that contributes to making those activities a really healthy thing and yeah. a lot of times when your brain comes back to what was the vortex it feels like it's more ordered because right. you had some space you got some perspective and then you're like oh yeah. okay I'm ready um, to tackle this again yeah. now I feel a little bit more on top of it right. it doesn't feel quite so overwhelming another thing that is huge for me is music I know this is a Real FM podcast, so yes, I'm going to plug Real FM, but <laughs> that's not why I'm saying this. Music for me becomes like a prayer during seasons that are just tough, where I feel like every day in some way is a struggle. Yeah. Music is like a, it's like breathing for me. <laughs> and, yeah. and so whether it's Real FM or customized playlists, I have a lot of them or anything by Krista Wells. I mentioned her earlier. I think she and I are like the same person because all of the struggles <laughs> she writes about, I'm like, yes, I hear you. And there have been times where I've been better at this at the end of the day, instead of turning on Netflix or whatever, although mm. that's really helpful too. <laughs> um, sometimes I will just sit and turn on music and just sit and be. Music is, I don't know, it's perspective. It's, it's like a prayer. There's so much that it helps me survive. One of my friends recently had a baby and it was hard. The after effects of that were really hard on her mind and body. And she was just struggling with a lot of anxiety and things. And I remember talking to her saying, you know, I have a playlist that specifically when I'm feeling anxious, I go and listen to. And so that's something that's been helpful to me. And so she made one as well. And it's like, that's, that's a really good idea. Mm. So yeah. yeah, music is huge for me. No, that's so awesome. You're able to like also share that with someone. Yeah. Because I think even the bond you can create in sharing music mm -hmm. that has helped both of you get through stuff. Is, yeah, that's true. That's really cool because yeah, you've powerful. been like a shared experience through that. Music is really great for that. I actually have yeah. on my list. I haven't skateboarded consistently in a long time. But I'll throw on music from basically my music playlist that I pitched when we were doing like our music yes, throwback. Yes. I'll put that playlist on and then like just skate around at our park, fall Aww. down a couple of times and just... <laughs> It's a chance to zone out and just focus on music, focus on not falling down as much. <laughs> but I have like fresh 
bruises on my knees and I'm actually kind of happy about it because yeah. I'm like, this is, this is fun. One of the things that I'm kind of picking up on as like a theme of this is like disconnecting yeah. to some mm. extent from all of the stuff that's overwhelming us. Mm. And one of the things that honestly is a big part of this for me is getting rid of my dang phone. Oh. Like so true. It, it just, I don't even realize the amount of stress that my phone is adding to my life yeah. until I disconnect from it. Yeah. I'm blind to it at this point. But some of the things that you're talking about, like getting outside and gardening or going swimming or listening to some music, or for me, like lately it's been reading some books, yes. Yeah. Yes. like is another one. All of these things put me in a situation where I can separate myself sometimes physically from my right. phone mm-hmm. or distract myself sufficiently to the point where I'm not tempted to pick it up every two seconds. Yeah. Yes. And when I go a couple of hours without looking at it and not just not looking at it, but not even thinking about it. Right. It's a glorious feeling. (laughs) And I don't know if I'm like, I don't think I'm overstating that. One of the reasons I've been loving going to the pool this summer is because I literally can't have my phone in the pool. (laughs) Right. It would ruin it. Okay. So I don't, I literally don't even bring it to the pool. I bring a watch so Uh, I know what time it is. Right. And it's, it's amazing what a difference that makes to me to disconnect. All of this stuff is going on, whether it's at work or at home or with other people or whatever, Mm. all of these things I need to manage. All of that lives on my phone. And if I can Mm. physically remove that temptation for at least a little while, that helps my mind rest. Yeah. That's huge. I've been cooking breakfast lately. (laughs) Which That's is cool. Which is weird for okay, me. I'm going to come over to your house yeah. in the morning. <laughs> well, it's not even a good breakfast. It's still very much like a, it could be a college kid breakfast where it's like a very badly cooked egg and hot sauce, but hey. it's still the All breakfast is good breakfast. <laughs> That's my motto. That's but right. Really before that, I would wake up in just enough time to like get ready, get my clothes on mm. and go. The most leeway I would give myself is enough time to browse my podcast feed and download something. Mm. But now I've been like trying to wake up And again, I'm not always the best at this, but (laughs) I try to wake up within enough time to get in my pajamas, still kind of like loaf around my house, cook Mm. an egg, sit with my cat. The days that I do that, I feel like I've got a leg up on the rest of the day. Like nothing surprises me when I do that, I feel like, which Mm. is really weird. It's not the egg. It has to be like, (laughs) this is like a a hot sauce. (laughs) It's that sriracha. (laughs) But I think that it's the act of really like waking up on my own terms Mm. and having a little bit more of a locus of control Uh, over things. uh, That does help so much. And yet I can't do it. No, I know. (laughs) You're so right that I mean, the few times where I have accomplished that, (laughs) like it makes a massive difference in my day. And yet so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts yeah. me also. Like I just, that's one of those areas where like I've never really been able to have like a long term like breakthrough. Yeah. I recognize what you're talking about and I yeah. want to be able to do it. Yeah. And I just it's haven't definite. figured out how to make it happen. It's, yet. it's so ebbs and flows. Like there was a season where I was doing it like 5 a.m. I was up. I was making food. I was playing around on my phone. And then I went back to the whole gear up at 715 when you need to be gone by 730. Like yeah, I yeah. definitely am the king of that still. But <laughs> I'm trying to get myself to do it more. That's impressive. One of my other favorite things that's saving my life right now, much less theoretical note, is naps. Naps specifically under my weighted blanket. You guys. (laughs) You've got a weighted blanket. That's awesome. You guys. Everybody needs one of these. (laughs) And I'm not exaggerating. This thing, I've had it for a little while now, but... I sleep so hard when I sleep under this thing, even for naps. I took like a 20 minute nap yesterday 
And I was in deep sleep by the that's time I awesome. woke up. 20 minutes. It was crazy because I was having a weird dream about something. I was like, oh, it's time to wake up. <laughs> it was a float trip. It was a float. Yeah, something was <laughs> happening. Oh, wait, that was real life. So, man, naps under my weighted blanket. And I can't do it every day. But when I can, the way my schedule works out, I sometimes can take a longer lunch break and can sneak home and get a nap in. And I can't even tell you like how helpful it is Mm. to like lay under the weighted blanket. Life is just so overstimulating sometimes. Mm. And that's what weighted blankets are supposed to help hugely with like anxiety and overstimulation and all those things. But it's just like this safe little cocoon (laughs) for like a short little period in the day. And then even at night, like crawling under that thing. Oh man, it's a happy place. So that's the stuff that's saving our life right now. I think that we've all kind of had the things that we do to disconnect a little bit. Like Anson said, that's kind of the theme of it. If you've got something that you found is just absolutely saving your life and we didn't mention it, feel free to join us. You can connect with us at Real FM online, all one word on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let us know what's saving your life. Now it's time for On Repeat. This week, I am up first, and my On Repeat is Tuyo by Social Club Misfits. So this song is super fun. Anson introduced it to us not too long ago, and I am loving it. Definitely been on repeat for me lately. It's a song that has a little bit of a Hispanic flair to it, which is really fun. There's a couple of verses that are in Spanish and a couple that are not, but it has this Despacito vibe to it. <laughs> it does. It's very fun. I have just really enjoyed listening to it. It's got some great lyrics as well, going along with kind of what we talked about today, letting go of control, things like that. The first verse starts with I can leave my whole world in your hands let you hold it together like today was forever I love it it's a fun upbeat song with also a really good message definitely go check it out and enjoy it and if you don't speak Spanish I don't necessarily speak Spanish I think it's still a great song and there's a little cheater note that at the very end Jordan Sparks is also included in the song and she sings the uh, chorus that's in Spanish in English. So you can get it. So next time you know what they're saying, right? Exactly. I played this song for my daughters and uh, AV was kind of grooving along with it. She really liked it. And then they started speaking Spanish and she just kind of looked at me like, Because she she didn't know that that was another language. Like, what's happening? She was just like, they're just speaking gibberish. You're like, what is that? So it was a good opportunity to know that is another language that people speak. And That's awesome. Yeah, so anyway, now she tries to sing the song. Ah. She doesn't get Aww. all the Spanish lyrics exactly correct. But that's But uh, it's hard to, uh, hard to blame her because I probably wouldn't either. But she, she gives it her best <laughs> shot. Awesome. It's kind of a, a gibberish Aww. version of it. That's cute. My on repeat this week is clearly by Grace Vanderwaal. So I didn't realize that Grace Vanderwall made a worship song, but uh, <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Um, so this is similar to like Lightwork was where it starts off with kind of that brooding, almost sad couple of verses. Uh-huh. And then that chorus punches in where Grace Vanderwall, this little five-year-old girl, <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> blows my mind with her singing ability. So true. Oh my gosh. So it's the, I can see clearly now the rain has gone. I accept all the things I cannot change. Uh. Gone. Gone are the dark clouds. The dawn has come. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. So it's kind of a different twist on the classic I can see clearly now. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, if you're having a bad day, ah, yes. I, this song. 
It is the best bad day it song. It makes me laugh every time I watch somebody listen to the song for the first time <laughs> because it gets to the chorus, right? The yeah. verse, people don't recognize the yeah. song. Yeah. And then it gets to the chorus and people recognize the classical, you know, kind oh. of chorus. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. What is that? Ooh. And it's, it's <laughs> such fun. a powerful juxtaposition between like the chorus and those verses where it's yes. like, life is so hard. And then boom. <laughs> Grace Vanderwall vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Sunshine. <laughs> so good. It really is. My honor, Pete for this week is Yacht Money with Trap Door. Don't go down the trap door. What do I need you for? What I need you. What I need you for. What I need you. What I need you for. I don't need it anymore. I, I don't need it anymore. You go down the trap door. What do I need you for? I often test these songs on my daughters first. Uh. And so I played this song for my daughters. They immediately approved by dancing their hearts <laughs> yes. out to it. Yeah. This is probably a song. I think it's probably fair to say that either you're going to love this song or hate mm. it. Probably kind of a polarizing song yeah. because it's a trap song. It's super unique. It's very funky. Yeah. Yes. It gets a little weird, honestly. Like the <laughs> lyrics. I don't know exactly the story behind this song, but yeah. uh, the guy that uh, wrote it and sings it is uh, Solomon Olds. He's the former lead singer of Family Force 5. Mm. His brothers are the two that are still in FF five and I think maybe there's a little bit of a beef in this song maybe with them <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'm kind of just speculating because it's him and his wife that sing this mm. and uh, the song is not exactly like an uplifting yeah. positive right. encouraging type song yeah. it's uh, it's a little bit of a you know like Twitter beef kind of a song <laughs> yeah uh, so it's a little bit weird in that respect but it's just so creative and mm. funky yeah. and off the wall it is and yet also a banger at the same time there's something about this song that like after I hear it the chorus just like reverberates in my head yeah. for the rest of the day yeah. and it's those kind of songs that catch my attention yeah. is when you cannot get them out of your head <laughs> yeah. this one I think is one of those Really, honestly, on either side of the fence, even if you hate the song, yeah. I still think it's probably going to be one of those where it's like you can't escape <laughs> oh, sure. it, though. Like yeah. it's, it just stuck in there. I it really is. thought we were like done with trap music like this uh -huh. from like 2013 and 14. But mm. this came back hard. I agree with you. This is on my like summer bets, like banger playlist. Mm -hmm. Like I think this one is going to blow up. It's good. It's fun. And you can dance to it, too. At least yeah. uh, my daughters have, have proven that. Well, that is it for episode 10. We hope that some of our survival techniques were helpful to you. Feel free to let us know about yours as well. We have a small tip from King Julian, who we referenced earlier mm, from Madagascar. Yes. He is the fount of all wisdom. He says, uh, as the plane is crashing, I believe it's in Madagascar too. He says, raise your arms, Maurice. It's more fun when you raise your arms up like this. <laughs> if you're going to crash, you might as well enjoy it. Might as well enjoy the ride. <laughs> For listening to the Real Talk podcast from Real FM. Catch Real Talk with Anson and Kara from 4 to 7 p.m. live every weekday on Real FM Radio. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent or reflect the views of John Brown University, KLRC Radio, or Real FM.